When, when did you first, when you were a little kid, when, when did you first say, you know... I'm sorry about this melon. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like it's, it's small, but I just couldn't wear it anymore. When did you... No, no, take it off. I'm James Zug, and this is Outside the Glass. A couple weeks ago, Rami Ashour announced that he was retiring from the Pro Tour. Uh, he's been involved in the game for about 25, 26 years now, and... Uh, has had a superlative career. He won a world title three times. He won 40 titles on the PSA Tour. He uh, definitely revolutionized the game as much as anybody uh, has in the past uh, couple of decades. We also got together in New York a couple times. One of the times we did that, we recorded this uh, interview. It's uh, typical of Rami. He uh, He's stretching after uh, uh, having uh, played in trained uh, for a couple hours so here we have Rami Ashore and I just wanted to add thanks so much to everybody who's uh, been reviewing and rating the podcast it's uh, really helpful all right here is Rami Ashore so one thing we've been doing <clears throat> Rami is I've asked people if they remember the first time they ever played squash mm-hmm. like the very first day okay. and some guys you know they're 40 years old or they're you know 25 but you were probably pretty young do you remember that first day uh, yes, I do. I do. It was, uh, I just finished my uh, swimming um, uh, training, and then I was six. Yeah, six. About six. And then my dad, uh, he just, uh, he was like, uh, what do you think if we start, uh, if we check out the squash court? I was like, squash? What, what is that? I remember very well. I remember even where we were standing. He was like, let's walk by. It was my club. It was my old club. It's called Champs Club. Uh, in Arabic, it's in English, it's called um, the Sun Club. So I was, we walked down there, saw this four walls and this kind of very old, gritty courts. And then we spoke to this very old guy. His name is Coach Ibrahim. Long time ago, like you know, it's like the same kind of idea of the you know the the the, the karate kid. You know the same the same idea. The guy was like very old. There's like white um, white mustache and white hair and like walking. I was like. I was like, the, the, what, what does he do here? He was like, yeah, I coach. And then he was like, do you want to try? He was like, yeah, let's go try. So I went on court, played a little bit. I remember, that, I remember, I don't remember, of course, what happened, but I remember that I liked the feeling of hitting the ball and it comes back to me. And then straight away from the first day, I was like, I want to play again tomorrow. Can we play again? I was asked my dad. He was like, yeah, of course, let's pick it. Then I just, I kept going from there and I kept subsiding the swimming, swimming a little bit, by, bit by bit subsiding this and then this started growing more in my eyes. When did and your brother uh, start playing? Actually, like six, seven months after me. Even though he's older, right? He's older, he was doing very well in swimming, he was in the national team, he was traveling with them, he was very well, he was doing very well, but it was such a tough, like, tough sport. He never lo- loved it, he never mm-hmm. truly loved it, he's just doing, been doing it because... Uh, my mom uh, has always been like pushing him to do it and pushing me to do it as well. Like she, my mom's very, uh, she's very strict with sports. She wants us just to be like really good, and she's always been like motivating us, giving us incentives. I remember one time I won. She told me if you won the Pioneer Open and the German Open, if you won both, I'll get you jet ski. And I won, ah, and, and because that jet ski was, I was crazy about jet skis at that time. I was crazy, and I won them. And actually, I forgot the first second I came out of the court. Uh, when the final came out of the court, she told me. Uh, um, now, now, now I have to get you something big. I was like, what? I totally, I even forgot about it. Like she was very clever at giving us this incentive that would really motivate us and ignite the fire inside us, and 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 would would let us. I, I don't know. And and I don't know. That kind of happened automatically. That we loved sport as well, 
Um, and then she was like, now I have to get you something big. I was like, what is that? She was like, the jet ski. I was like, yes, you promised. So she, she uh, so it's... Um, Did you get the get, jet ski? You got them? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, oh, I've, I've had a lot of jet skis when I was young. Yeah, yeah. Where like would you do it? On, on the Nile or no, down no, 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 no. It was, uh, it, was in this, uh, it was a place called Fayed. It was in this uh, Swiss Canal. It was like one hour away from Egypt. It was like their spot uh, starting to, like on the, in the 97, 98, 99 until 2005, 2004. Mm. On the Red Sea or on the ocean? Uh, on the Swiss Canal. The Swiss Canal is like the, the, you know the Swiss Canal? That's like the, it's not the ocean, definitely. Okay. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good question. I don't think it's the Red Sea either. It's not, it's not the Red Sea, no. So it's not near Charm or, or? No, 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 no. Mm. It's the other way. It's the maybe hmm. Mediterranean. Swiss Canal. So you were like 14 years old and you suddenly had your own jet skis? Yeah, I've always been doing the jet skis. I was crazy. Uh, it's like the water in each connecting. The, it, it, it's, 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 the, it's a part. It's the Mediterranean Sea. Okay, right. So yeah. near Alexandria. It's, it's the Mediterranean yeah. Sea. I would say it's the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, near Alexandria. So, uh, yeah. And did that guy uh, at that club, did he coach you for the first you know, a couple of years and give you lessons and clinics and, you know, um, was he giving you, you know, helping you or, or did you, or who, my dad? No, no, no. The, 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 the old coach. guy, the old yeah, coach. Yeah, he coached me. He coached me until I was, and the dream was to leave the gritty courts. The dream was to leave the gritty courts and go to the glass, these glass courts, the back glass courts in another complex team club, but just different complex. And that's where the professionals and the top players play and, was like the big our my club that time it was the biggest one uh and you were so, like six or seven and you said yeah, i really want to get out of these courts and crazy. get crazy it was yeah. crazy about getting out on these courts i was so excited then i got to play there when i was nine four years later uh yeah almost three three four years later and um i remember that we used to do boost and drive so much so much so much boost and drive boost and drive and then one day i came up to him and he said coach can we do something different we always do Boston Drive. I'm really sick of this. And he goes, he comes close to me. He's like, comes like, and then he goes to me. He's like, this workout made champions. I was like, okay, whatever that means, I'll I'll do it if it, that's that's what it takes. I'll I'll keep on doing it. And up till today, it is the most important workout uh, in my it's the drill in my workout. The most important drill. I've learned so much from this drill. It's perfect for the movement. If it's done right, it's such a tough drill. And I came up with a lot of variations within this work, this drill. So. Well, today I saw you doing, you know, you, you guys were doing it for, you know, 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes, yeah. And, and uh, um, there was a, there was, part of the variation was like cutting the, trying to, you know. Yeah, yeah, he, like He would hit a drive and you would volley and cut it off. And yeah. There's so many you can do. There's a lot of variations. The front person can do it and the back person can do it. And you can do a lot of shadows and stuff while the per- person in the front doing something mm-hmm. and then like two shots. And it's, I've done so many. But that drill, it seems entirely dependent on whether you take it seriously or not, right? Yeah. Because like you're nine years old, you just can like flip the ball and not yeah. really care. Yeah. Yeah. But what you need to be doing is yes. replicating uh, the match intensity, exactly. right? It, it, it depends on how much are you producing out of you in this, in this drill. Exactly. That's exactly true. And... Um, yeah, you can just stand there and just wait for the ball and just yeah. But if it's if if you and if but if you re, if you're doing it randomly, it's hard. Mm. But if you're doing structured and you really have to make sure you do the movements and not move before the other person hits the ball first. Right. So. 
Yeah. Well, he was right, huh? He was. He was. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. Like very simple kind of workouts and very simple mm. things if if done right. It's the same with fitness, even with with training and fitness. And if you do certain things like body weights, for instance, I think body weights was one of the hardest things to to to, to do. I, I do a lot of body weights, and it's just it's just incredible. Um, just the idea. I mean, a lot of people do like uh, weights and like heavy weights. I do some heavy weights, but I I would I would I care more about carrying my own body, like carrying my own weight, and making sure that I can I can I can control my my core. I can control my body. Well, um, and then I start caring about you know putting on more weight. But uh, but recently, yeah, these things, simple things, is just incredible. Mm. Yeah. When when did you first? When you were a little kid, when when did you first say you know? I'm sorry about the smell. I know. <laughs> I know it's like it's, it's smell, but I just couldn't wear it anymore. When did you? No, no, take it off. When did you? When did you first feel like okay, like you know, I have. Um, you know, I I I can take this seriously. Um, when when you were when you were nine, when you made yeah, it to, when you made it eight, to the nine, other courts eight nine no I I've always thought about like I have I'm yeah since a very young age I was like I gotta take this seriously I have to take this seriously I don't know why but I've always thought like I'll, I'm gonna take this seriously at some point yeah and and the idea of being a world champion started growing when I was nine. Nine, nine and a half. When, when, when I first, nine and a half, I started, I went to Scotland the first time ever. I stayed in a point hotel, the first tournament ever I played in my life. The, the first tournament outside of Egypt. Scotland. Scotland. In ever. Scotland. Like the, 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 the juniors. Yeah. In Edinburgh or? And I won, huh? In Edinburgh or Gla- I Glasgow? I remember it. Was okay. A long, long time ago. And yeah. I won it. I was under 11th or something. It was ridiculous. <laughs> And then I played the British Open after that, but it was under 13, the British Open, the first thing you can play is under 13 something. I lost the second round. And then I got second in plate, in the plate or something. You, uh, got, a tro- uh, you got a trophy? I, I think. Did you plate, get a trophy? A trophy. Oh. You might have, right? The first tournament in Egypt I played was in a hotel, and I won a bag of pistachios. <laughs> Are you kidding? I swear, that was the first trophy I ever had in my life. A trophy you could eat? A trophy I can eat, exactly. And um, and yes, with this, the idea of just being a world champion started getting bigger and bigger in my eyes until mm. like going on like 11, 12, 13, 13 and a half and I fell and got the ACL. 13 and a half, 14, mm. got the ACL. How'd you, how'd you fall? I, I, was, um, I was playing, two people were playing doubles against me and uh, the, front, the, front, uh, the right front corner and I went for uh, like the there was a deep drop so I went for a deep lunge and my legs were I think my legs were just kind of too weak or whatever they were but they went underneath me and mm. they, they did um, a 360 underneath my body so that was like a total rupture for the ligament during no one no ligament can take this and it was a rupture and then I would go I went to a lot of doctors in Egypt none of them uh, some of them knew some of them didn't and but none of them ever said it's a total rupture and you have to do surgery mm. so I was like a lot of options a lot of options a lot of um, opinions different opinions and and that kind of uh, and that kind of therapy and, 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 that, and, yeah. and that made it worse because I had I had a partial tear it turned out that I had a partial tear at the beginning and I didn't really need a surgery and then, because doctor was like, no, no, it's fine. You don't have that much. You don't have that. It's not that bad. And then I go on and play. I, I, it happens again. And every time this, this, um, 
how do you say this twist happened between the bones it's the worst thing you can ever experience it like it actually it actually it happens here but you feel it in your mu- in your head in your mm-hmm. brain up it's so painful it's it happened to me six or seven times in workout training training everyone was like no it's fine just go and train go play and go play and every time i would just ah and i'd, I'd, I'd scream for like good two three minutes you'd sc- you're screaming until it just gets better and put ice and you're just really screaming and then i went to germany they said no you have this uh, first, uh, there was this guy in Egypt. He told me, uh, told me, no, okay, yeah, you have a complete rupture. Come, come tomorrow morning. We do the surgery. I was like, what? Surgery tomorrow morning? I was like, seriously? He was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. If I'm going, so if I'm doing a surgery, I'll go to Germany. So I went to Germany, and the guy was like, no, you can't do a surgery now because you're still growing up. I was like, he was like, you're still growing up, and we put kind of a nail in your legs. If you put the nail now, you'll have a leg longer than another by like 11 centimeters because they knew how long to have to still grow. I was like, what does that mean? He was like, you'll have like a difference between legs and then it's going to kill your whole life. So I was like, okay, so I was like, what do I do? So he, he said, you play with this brace for two years, one and a half year until your, your growth is complete and then you come back, we do the surgery and then you're good. So I did that, I played with the surgery, I did a lot of rehab. I started this rehab work, like life very early, like 14 and a half, 15. So this rehab, like kind of, Recovering from an injury, yeah. Start uh, before during doing the surgery, I was strengthening, so I would just get this stronger and this strong, so my my knee would hold. And so I started this very from a very young age, and then um, I did the surgery, and then I started, and then I wanted to win the first World Open six months before the first World Open. I did the surgery, and then I don't know how did I manage to win the first one, and the second one uh, New Zealand, and then I started playing the men's. And, um, it was six months yeah. before the first World Juniors. And and you need six months to recover. So like right. So up. I train. I, tra- I, tra- I I recovered for f- in in four months, and I trained for like one month. One month. Yeah. I didn't train that like hard as well. Like I was, you know. I, and, and, but that taught me to be very good with my hands. I knew that when I have a loose shot, I have to win it. I can't like hit, hit an okay shot and run around. There's no chance for running around. I knew, I, and that, that made so much difference, so much, it taught me so much, that's what I'm telling you, injuries have been so valuable, they have been a, such a valuable thing in my life that they taught me so much, they taught me patience, they taught me understanding, they taught me uh, well, how to deal with struggling, they taught me, uh, they taught me to take chances, when I have a chance, they, they, taught, they taught me to take, to take chances. Mm. They taught me to be more alert. They taught me to be more self-conscious, self-aware. Uh, yeah, uh, just understanding myself. I, did, I, I, I have now a way better understanding of who I am as 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 a person. Because the, the injuries got me. To, I've heard a lot of times from a lot of people. Oh, you can't play at the same level that you're playing on, and you can't play squash. Oh, you play squash. That's it's not going to be that's as as mm. you would want yourself to play. I've heard this a lot. You the know. doctors say, well... Doctors, you, yeah, yeah. You, you, like, as long as you can walk, that's all I can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't have to play that competitively. You know, <laughs> and you're like, well, actually... <laughs> and, and yeah, and, and even until recently, and the people would be talking, it's like, oh, you have the meniscus, you have a little tear in the meniscus, I'm surprised that your legs are still holding. I'm like, fuck this, I don't want to hear this. I want someone to tell me, you know what, you're fine, just keep on playing, keep on playing, you're going to win this. I want someone to focus on winning. I don't want someone to focus on, on oh, you have a little bit of this, so maybe... Um, but hopefully things will be okay, you know. I, mm. want, I want someone to be, to have the confidence around me. And I haven't really found it in a lot of people around me. That's why 
I don't have a you know I don't have a fitness coach so far. Right. I don't have um, I have a squash trainers training partner. A word coach is 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 huge. A word coach is someone you look up to. A word coach is someone that he has been through what you have been through and yeah. worse and 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 you just you're always listening to him because he's been through so much. Um, not that the the training partner or the or the or the trainer is not as good, but it's just a different caliber. Just yeah. a different caliber. Just yeah. takes longer to be yeah. a coach. Takes yeah. more to be a coach. Uh, the guy that I, the only guy that I really trust now, uh, not not the only guy, but he's he's the one who's always been with me and train training with me and, and training me when I'm in Egypt. His name is Haitham, hmm. and um, we used to play together when we were young against each other. We we're the same age. And he stopped, he wanted to work in a bank, and then, you know, I was like, what are you doing? A friend of ours, actually, another squash player, he was like, what are, what are, you, what are, you, what are you doing? His name is Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Rida. Yeah, yeah. He asked him, he was, friends of him. He was yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing in a bank? He was like, I'm just, he was like, come, come, maybe you find yourself in coaching. And then he came to the club and he started coaching me and children coaching him, started playing with us. He was like, you know, now you're a trainer. He was like, yeah, is it just like this? He was like, yeah. And then, and then I took him and we started building a program which suits me. I didn't want to play one hour, one hour and a half on court and, and it's just drills and, and I just, or just games. I wanted to find my weaknesses and do specific things for them. So we started analyzing my game. I started watching my videos. I started working on, on the things that I don't like. I started, to understand, I started, uh, I started looking at the four corners. Hmm. So, and, and, and the front and the back of the court. How many times do I go in the front? How many times do I go at the back? And it's not just, it shouldn't just be a, a drill. Uh, you just head at the back or just head at the front. And when do we mix it? And when do we only do at the back? So we started, and when do we do explosiveness? And when mm. we just do endurance? So I started really, really um, like building. Analyzing the, it. Yeah, 2009. Mm. Yeah, 2009, 2009. Yeah, mid 2009, we started doing this. Until today, whenever in Egypt we do stuff, and up till today, he's, he's still, like, you know, he's still going with the programs that we built together with even his, his other. Uh, Athletes. Mm. Uh, so um, hmm. that's interesting. So yeah. So this is the I haven't had. So he's he's the only one that you know. He's sort of a coach. Yeah, yeah he's sort of, yeah, exactly. He's 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 the only one that that I know that he's been th with me through all this. So he knows me. Yeah. But I haven't. I don't have a fitness coach who would be. Who would, I didn't find someone to say do this, do that, do that. I'm sure that we can do this, do that. I found this in Germany, to be honest. But in Germany they don't have squats. Only have you know physically yeah. they're very good. But right. I love the states because there's the package is whole. I I know that if I if I kept going, I'll find someone who would uh, understand me, understand my body. Um, so I still have hope that that would happen. Uh, but at the same time, I trust myself so much now, and I know so much, and I've been through so much, and I've um, I've learned a lot of my, about my body. So I know what do I need. Mm. I I don't know. I don't want to sound sound um, uh, self-centered when it comes to this, but I feel that I know. I know about myself more than a fitness coach or uh, or, um, or um, strength and conditioning coach would know yeah. about me. However, it's I'm not certified coach. I'm not academic, so right. it would still be good to have the input of someone who is right. academic who say this or that. So it's a bit of a gamble now with me work training myself. Although it worked a lot before, I won I won um, I won one World Open training myself. So the one, I won Goon, a lot, like a lot of tournaments. I, I, I won Hong Kong last one. I was just coaching, I trained myself in Egypt. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah. So just basically, that's I like, I like, um, I like confidence. I like uh, when it comes to my work, my training as well, my, my work. I like assurance. I like someone who's positive. Yeah, who's, 
who, who knows what he's saying. He's, I was like, should I do two more reps? He goes, no. Should I do like someone mm. else? And um, and that's that that's that's what I'm trying to do now for myself. I'm trying to be this person for myself. Um, so yeah. Rami, I ask, uh, in the, uh, I've been asking people, tell me your best win and your worst loss. And I've asked like 80 year olds, I've asked amateurs, you know, every yeah. gamut. We just did one with uh, Olivia Bladford. She uh, she told us about her best win and worst loss, and and. Uh, her uh, worst loss was against Amanda, you know, all these funny stories. So do you, do you have, like, one victory, you know, when you were 10 years old or when you won the pistachios or, you know, like the one that you feel most proud of, one of, one of you know, the World Open a couple of years ago? And is there one loss that you just, like, can't shake and, and regret? Because it just – Regret. You, you can't you – can't, uh, can't get beyond it. I mean, the past period, every time I've been losing, <laughs> there was like I was, I was okay with it because I know that I'm physically. No, it's not just physically. I don't want. I don't like excuses, but because I, I, I know that I'm, I'm gonna come back. Like I know that I'm coming back. I know there's just something to tweak and come back. Mm-hmm. I've always been like this. I, I don't. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm not take, taking losing as serious as I used to. Uh, I, that's another thing I, re, I learned. It's, 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 there's, more, there's more to, to life than just winning and losing. I mean, winning is amazing, but there's, there's worse to life than losing. Yeah. Right. There's worse than just losing. It's, yeah. This is the smaller part. I thought losing was everything. That's when losing was, life is black after losing, and that's it. And, Shouldn't you just just lock yourself up and not talk to anyone for years? And 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 I realized that no, it's it's life goes on. If you lose, it's okay. Either you're gonna win. It's not either in the same thing or something else. Mm. Um, you told me about uh, going to Tahir Square after the revolution started and how yeah. that that uh, like really opened your eyes up about you know life choices and yeah. and and and. and uh, and you know, realizing there's a whole world beyond. Yeah, I mean, squash, it's it's, right? uh, it's 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 incredible what uh, like how the, I mean, regardless, regardless of this if this revolution really helped the country or it kind of hurt hurt the country. It's just just being there and seeing this and seeing the power of the people, right? In general, it's it's incredible. Like, people has a lot of influence, and. Um, and and this, uh, I think everyone in Egypt was just amazed by how how much we can we can how big we are right. as a, as a value. We just didn't realize this. We were always suppressed. You can't talk. You can. You can. You can. You can. So when people spoke out, they were like, "Wow, we can say whatever you want." That's that's different. Right. Um, so yeah. So for me, that was that was life changing. My, my parents didn't want me to go. They were like, "You're doing your role, helping your country, playing and raising the flag around." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Okay, but that's not enough for me." When I have kids one day, I have to tell them that I was there. I have to. They have to understand that you have to have the courage to be there, not because there's some bullets and stuff. That I'm like, okay, if I go there, I can be walking here and I can fall on my face and die. It's not like because uh, there's some bullets there. I mean, it's not bullets everywhere. Like I mean, it's not safe, obviously. But I'm not stupid as well. I'm not gonna just go where the bullets are. I'm just I have to just be a part of it. Um, and I went there, but they don't know until today that I went there. Actually. I never told them. I never told them. I went to my best friend. And we Tell went them there. not to listen to this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know exactly. 
I hope they don't get to it. Uh, what, what's your best win? My best win. Winning the World Juniors the first time? My best win ever was... Uh, was I would say uh, yeah one of the yeah the Saudi Open mm. I think it was the world championship when I got number one in the world when I beat Nick Matthew in five games that was incredible I was like we stayed 150 minutes or something much yeah I remember the shoes were like were, were sopping like, wet drenched yeah everything was like drenched in, in, in sweat everything was drenched yeah that was, I think, that was that was one of the things that I breathed. That was one of the biggest things that I remember. And to become number one, or or it, I, I, well, yeah, I think I, I think I think it was the world. No, it wasn't or the world. It was. Um, it was. I just I got number one. The world of points, yeah. like points. Thing. To do that was such an yeah. accomplishment. Yeah, it's just yeah. yeah. It was the first, my first time, my second time to be number one in the world. First time was two thousand nine, I think. Was it the first? I don't remember if it was the first mm-hmm. or second actually. No, and then another amazing one was um, was in uh, uh, Saudi and Qatar, obviously against Surbogi on uh, five. The incredible, like the comeback I made and the comeback he made. Oh, uh, those points! He's a strong, he's a strong athlete. He's a very strong player. So yeah, yeah. those points. Ten six up, and then I ten six up, and then he got back, and then back. I had to right. come back, and then he came back, and then I won it. Then so it was incredible. So he, he's funny. He says, um, you know, oh, I'm young. Like, I'll have all these opportunities. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, like, that was such an intense match. This one was amazing, yeah. Right? And, like, you never know whether you'll have that again. I know. I don't want to have that again. <laughs> it's tough, really. It wasn't, no, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't I mean, emotionally, you must have been. It was tough. It was really tough. Yeah. It was really tough. It was pleasant afterwards. But it wasn't really. It wasn't really. It was very hard physically and mentally um, that that uh, out there. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, you. Well, it was just great for the people as well. Like the the, just good to 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 play in this kind of. I mean, the the venue itself, it's not big, but it had so much energy. Yeah. Incredible. It was electrifying out there. Well, it, it wasn't the one you came in on a motorcycle for the yeah. famous, yeah. right? So you were saying earlier about like glamour and like that yeah, that yeah. moment had some glamour, right? No. It was okay. It was nice. Oh, I mean, it was Robert Edwards' idea. Well, yeah. I mean, I love Robert, and he always he tries to do something different. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the the idea was cool, but it was like it was a small, it was a small area. It's too small. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and and it was very small. It was tight, and people were like right next to you. You'd feel like you're gonna fall. I was worried. I was actually something. Someone would get hit or fall. It was like the the, the motorcycle was literally like right the court was on, on the left, and the people on the right like literally there like. So yeah, it was interesting. But I do, I I would really love to play more in like outdoors, mm. on the on the water and the harbor and mm. stuff like this. Like I love Hong Kong when you used to play in the harbor, right? Like stuff like this is just amazing. This is what the sport needs. We need to be more outdoors. We need to show the potential of the sport. We need to tell the people that we are so cool that we can play anywhere in the world. We need to, uh, you know, we need to. Un- we need to not under, underestimate ourselves. We need to. We need to make our sport uh, a business more than it's 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 um, a charity. Char- I, I feel yeah. and it just happens me to say that about myself and about you know the the sport. But it's still 
we're trying, we're getting there. It's getting better every, bit by bit. Uh, it's getting, of course, it's getting better. Definitely, 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 so much better than before, but not, not better than the current world. Like if we're competing with the current world, we're we're behind. If we're competing with before, the squash ten years ago, wow, we are in a way better place. And I believe that there's so much could be done in the sport. There's so much could be done in the sports. If you could do one thing, like if you were omni omnipresent, omnipowerful, if you just say snap your fingers, what would you what would you change? Change the scoring system to what? And change the to timing and change the um, and change the and 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 make sure that every tournament, every tournament is being playing is being played on glass courts. Every tournament. Every, I don't know every, how. Every professional. I don't know player. how. <clears throat> I know that it's it's costly and everything, but every professional tournament has to be played on glass courts. Because you, the switching back and forth is so every, different, right? Every year. Right. I mean, you play the first round in a in a regular court, and then you go to the glass courts. Massively different. It shouldn't right? shouldn't 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 right. be. So what about the scoring? The scoring, that's, what, that's what my do you idea. Wanna, what, I would love to have want? a scoring system on points. I would, what, I would love to get someone who doesn't know anything about the sport and see two people and look at the clock, tell him you have five minutes, who do you bet on or who do you think is going to win? He doesn't know anything. A lot of people, when you hit the neck, they don't even understand. They would like, mm, what is that? And I would actually get someone to talk between games, between points, in between the point. Someone with a mic, with, as if it's a soccer match. Right. You hit the neck, you hit... You know, I, I don't know. We just, I'm, it's, it's ideas that I'm. I'm so the scoring I'm would thinking. be like, uh, or between each, the points. Each game, each game points. is each game is five minutes, and whoever's ahead of five. Something like this. Something like this. Something. I mean, I just see all the successful sports are being played apart from tennis, because tennis. I mean, as we, mm. as we agree, it's just it's glamour and it's luxury is just way different than what we have now. Um, but a lot of sports are on on a but clock. But yeah, on a clock and the clock thing. People like numbers, like statistics. You know, so. Right. But this could be an idea, and and I'll, I'll I'll work on doing it. Hopefully, no one steals it before I do it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be neat to have a tournament like that. Yeah, right? yeah, just something to try. I mean, we have to keep on trying. I mean, yeah, points going forever, and people yeah. just sometimes don't understand. And the, the, right. the sport is tough. It's amazing that it's tough, but this aspect doesn't really seem to get us a lot of money. <laughs> you know, this the selling point doesn't really seem to get us yeah. right where we want to be. So. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between playing it and, and we all love playing the game and it's so wonderful when yeah. you're on court. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But for the person who doesn't really know much about the game at all and doesn't play, it's, tough. it's very different. It's tough. We need to make it We need to make it more simple. We need to make the rules more simple mm -hmm. for the people. So the simpler, the better. The, the You know... Um. Well, the whole problem with lats and strokes, like the average another person thing, doesn't get it. They would say, thing, well, why, what, what happened there? Why is yeah, that? Another thing. That's why I'm saying an MC has to be present in between points. Mm. After every point, he would talk. Right. Or even in between the point. I don't know if that if we'd be able to do this, but even in between the point. I was like, you'd say, oh, that was a great drop shot. That was a great cross-court nick. Yeah, here's what we saw, yeah. Like, just, you know, so the people would yeah. be there. would be like, oh, so that was a good shot. So next time when it happens, they would I'll know. know. Yeah. It's a good shot. Yeah. You know. yeah. Um. Hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just have ideas, and I hope, uh, I hope that I'll, 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 I'll still be around squashed when it happens, or I'll, I hope that I'll be the reason to do it, you know, yeah. one day. Um, yeah. yeah. Now you're stretching again. 
Yeah, <laughs> the more I sit, the more <laughs> the more I stretch. It's just, it's, when you when you were a kid, how it, much did you it became, stretch? It, it, it's actually no, no, no. I, not, nothing else, I right? never believed in stretching and mobility and like and mobility and 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 flexibility. Not like I've always been flexible. Mobility in general, I've, I never believed in this. I never believed in the little things, in the core stuff, in the isometric, uh, isometric stuff, in the. Um, uh, and the muscle and the, and the muscle activation of the glutes, activation of the hams. I, I never believed in these things. I never believed until I, until, like my, my injuries made me believe in these things, that these things could actually help. They are, they are huge. They, 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 can, they can make you play or not. For me, in my case, I don't know if it's, that's the game, whatever. But in my case, they can actually make you play or not. It's all about the small habits you do every day, small things you do every day, the most, the, the boring things you do every day. It's not fun. It's very boring. Mm. It's very boring. It's very boring. It's good when you win. It's good when you feel good. It's not good during the week. <laughs> it's good at the end of the week. It's not good at the beginning of the week. It's only good at the end of the week. But at the same time, you do, you, you cannot not do it. Because that's your job. And that's what you wake up for. And that's what you are trying to get better at. And, that's, and, that's, and you're doing it something that you're so lucky doing. You're not still. You're not sitting in an office that you have to do a certain amount of hours. You're your own boss at the end of the day, which we can't complain about. But everything has its own struggles, and everything comes with cost. But uh, but yeah, I d I did not believe in a lot of small things, but now I'm doing these small things a lot. What's the habits? They they say that you have to do you have to do it something you know a certain number of times yeah. to get it ingrained to yeah. get it to be something you will do wi willingly, right? Yes, yes, exactly willingly. Willingly. Without almost like without even noticing. Without noticing, and with, and if you did it, and if you didn't do it, you feel guilty. I and mean, this is the thing about top players, top players as in top uh, top players. The mentality of top players, the mentality of people who who just wants more, mm. which is basically I'm one of them, uh, is that you always feel guilty. I'm always guilty. I'm always feeling, oh, I didn't do this. I have to do this. I have to do that. If I didn't do this, then it, and it's, it comes down to the. When you're training, yeah, 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 and training, and even outside, if you eat, they're well, eating. For yeah. me, it's like if I had a, like more than uh, I don't know, if I had a bar of chocolate like during the week, I'd be like, start holding my stomach or maybe something wrong. Or maybe I'd put a lot of calories. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. Why did I eat this? What, you know, I shouldn't have went out. I shouldn't have stayed mm. late today. I should. We, you're always. Um, Holding yourself accountable for yeah, things, always right. holding yourself accountable. This is me, at least. Yeah. But I'm sure that a lot of, a lot of top athletes are like this. Our mentality is hard to deal with, even in social life, even in relationships with a girl, with a girlfriend. It's hard for them to understand that you're constantly running after yourself. Yeah. You're running after yourself. You're right. trying to catch something that you don't know what it is exactly. Unless you, um, until you win. When you win, you know, oh, oh, that's the Yeah, but you don't even know when you win. Oh, was it that chocolate bar or not? Like, you don't know yes. what affected you or what inhibited you. Yes. Or what, like, you just said, oh, if I do two more reps, right? And, yeah. you, and your friend's like, no, no, no. But, like, you don't know if I did two more reps every day. Yeah. Maybe that makes me so I win. Yeah. You don't yeah. know what made you win. <laughs> yeah. And you don't, you don't know what made you lose. I mean, you, at some point, you know, you understand, of course. Okay, so I, I, that comes with experience, obviously. But again, it's it's um, it, it's it's a lot of work. Like maybe we work three four hours a day, maybe tops. And but the mental, your mental capacity is so hard. Like mentally, it's, it's twenty four hours a day. It's hard to do things next to squat. I've tried studying. I've tried doing stuff. I've tried because mm -hmm. I've I've known so much about anatomy now and about my <laughs> legs and about muscles. I, try, I, I Google a lot and I read a lot. I do, yeah. but it's still it takes. 
some, uh, sometimes I just finished training on my bed and I have like two, three hours before bed. I can't look at anything. I can't really open and study and try to mm. memorize something. I can't. Because you're, you're mush. Because uh, on court, you're like, you feel like you have been in an office for like two days. In, in, in the three hours. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's incredible. It takes a lot of work. And actually, you burn a lot of calories thinking. Just thinking. You burn a lot of calories. So it's, today, it's, today, it's like today, you said was pretty intense, and it, it, you only played for you know an hour, hour and a half, yeah. right? And just over an hour. And I mean, in the afternoon, you have, of course, I have another session three right. twice a day. Um, yeah, I have another hour and a half in the afternoon. In the pool. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, as you say, like that hour and a half. But it's is not hour so and a half intense. because because you because you start from nine a.m. Uh, eight thirty, you wake up. Nine a.m. You start like. You eat the right things, mm. one hour, an hour and a half, always before you start training. And then there's 30 to 40 minutes warming up, and doing the mobility, doing the muscle activation, um, doing the motions of, you know, like all the bands or the, the warm-up routine, 30, 40 minutes before you go on court. And then you start going on court. And then there's the cool down. Yeah. And after that, I got to go to the steam. I got to go like down. I have to stretch a little bit in the, in the, in the, the shower. Yeah. In the to put the ice... And then half the time going back and I have to eat at a certain time before the next uh, workout. And for me, what adds is that I always have to think about my weeks as in how do I plan them? Because I don't have my own coach. How do I plan them? How do I, what do I do for fitness? Right. So that next week building up to the tournament. The tournament for me is the easier part. Because you don't have to think. I just have to play and that's it. I leave. Yeah. You don't training. have to train twice a day. Uh, don't have to think about go, go in the morning. And so training, and training for me is the hardest part. And to be honest, I, I would I would really feel bad if I lost this kind of thing. But one day I'll stop things. But that, I would really miss the idea of just doing that, 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 that just being in this this laundry, this <laughs> this uh, washing machine every day. And I would miss this at some point. I know that. I know that. But it's okay. I mean, I, I, it's okay for me to do it. But it's not okay for life to do it for me, you know? Mm. It's okay. I, I would want to. I would love to say, okay, I'm done. I wouldn't want life or injury something to tell me no. You're, yeah, like, you want to be yeah, deciding Yeah, I don't want it, it to happen force, for, force, forcefully. Yeah. Forcibly? Forcibly. 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 You know, I want to do it for myself. I want to say, okay, now it's time. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, all athletes want to go out, you know, on their own terms. But yeah. most athletes, a lot of athletes are forced out yeah, by, by, by age. I, I, I might injuries. be forced out soon. I don't know. Or I might not. But I'm just fighting. As you see, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm just trying to understand it. And and I'm hoping. I'm just staying positive. And I didn't realize that staying positive was so hard. I thought it was just a sentence. I didn't understand that. I, I, understood, I recently understood that. I've always been just be positive. It's hard. It's, it's not an easy thing to be positive. Because people say, just be positive, don't care about uh, anything, just uh, be ambitious, uh, wake up in the morning with a smile. Well, well, well that, doesn't, that's, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean anything, really. People say it and you think, oh, why, why would I wake up with a smile? There has to be a reason to wake up for me. There has to be a reason to wake up for a smile. I have to have a plan to wake up for a smile. I don't wake up for a smile for no reason, and I just don't have a plan. I don't know what I'm doing today. Why I'm, I'm waking up with a smile because this smile is going to take me somewhere. It's not that I, I smile and then, uh, and then see, life shouldn't be that random. Like for me, I don't know. Yeah. I don't like, this, just, I just don't like this idealistic kind of thing. Uh, you know. 
Well, it's hard to be positive every day. Right? It's 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 hard, and and you should even if things are going well, and you shouldn't be. And this and this is what like social media and like televisions and they're always trying to get you to this ideal place. Right. That's right. Shouldn't, shouldn't be in this ideal place. That's People right. say, "Oh, you're an athlete. How do you do this? You're a, uh, you're. How do you do?" It's 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 we're not we're not we're not prophets, you know. We're just normal human beings who maybe do something better than others, and because we've been used to it, and this mm. is how we grew up doing. As another other person must be doing something better than me. So it's 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 people yeah. just people I, expect a lot out of yeah, you. Yeah, and you have of to that, be right? this have to have this perfect shape. Yes. Have this perfect. Have, you're always like like glass sealed in this in this in this frame or in yes. this shape. Just be like this. I mean. I mean, if you're, if you're doing something wrong, if you're harming yourself, harming someone, someone else, okay. But at least as you're, as long as you're, 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 you're being peaceful with yourself, you're working hard. Nothing else matters, and and this is the freedom, uh, mind freedom at least, like spirit freedom. You know, yeah. and you never know when you're leaving. You might be leaving tomorrow. This planet. So you just you just gotta do what you what you think you is gonna make you a better person. You know, just I mean, just be good to people and, and and just try to do something for yourself and for the people around you, and just try to work hard and you know. But it's but I hate this idea of like everything should be perfect. You have to eat right. You have to sleep well. You have to um, do everything like uh, like on the clock. Yeah. People like um, right. It's changing yourself is tough, and this has to be said first before the people who are trying to get somewhere. Because mm. they tell them, oh, just uh, just train, just go out and train, just go out and be positive. And how how can you be positive if you don't have a plan? How can you train if you don't know the workouts? How can you um, train work hard if you don't have the the if you don't have the reason to work hard? The goal, yeah, yeah, and the short term goal. The goal, like, yeah. exactly, short term, yeah. and the hunger, and the and why why wouldn't I have this chocolate? Why wouldn't I have this mm. muffin today? Why? What's the reason for me not to have it? Just don't have it because it's not healthy. No, it's okay. It's okay to have a muffin. But why I'm not going to have it? What's the reason for me not to have it? Oh, I won't have it because I know that if I had it, I'll feel bad about myself. If I'm not going to have it, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, 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 get, I'll get fat and I don't want to get fat. Some people don't mind having some pounds on them. It's okay. Don't have to be like oh perfect. I just hate this idea. Just perfection. Although I'm a perfectionist, it's what I do. Mm. I want everything to be so right. But this is me. This is me because I I am crazy. This is a different story. But in general, it's not easy just to be positive. It's not easy just to to be smiling all the time. People tell me, oh, why do you smile? I why do I smile? I smile because my plan is. I think that my smile when I smile, it. It makes makes life easier. This is my plan. Makes life easier for yourself, for me, for myself. Yeah. It sends signals to my head, to my face, to that 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 uh, I'm, I'll 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 be able to do it. I can do it. Some days I don't want to smile. Some days I just don't. I've I've thrown because I this is game. This is my game face, and I feel better doing things when I'm throwing. Um, well, in New York, nobody smiles. You you must be the only guy in New York smiling, walking <laughs> around the street. Uh, I just I love New York. It's I feel like home. Seriously. Outside the Glass would like to thank our producer, Grant Irving, 
our social media manager, Lorel Holly, and all our loyal listeners who have reviewed and rated the podcast, shared their enthusiasm for it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and most importantly, has spread the word by talking about Outside the Glass with their squash buddies.